Hello and welcome to Cosmic Dream Sanctuary. Um, I am reading to you uh, a book I have written called Prophecies for New Babylon. So this is an illustrated book. Um, it is something like a prose poem. So I invite you to set aside any notions of needing to conceptually understand it, but rather to receive its message and frequencies like you might uh, explore a poem or some art. <clears throat> I will describe the imagery on the page um, for those who are tuning in through uh, audio-only formats and to give you uh, who are tuning in through visual formats a, a guided way of exploring these imagery. So on this title page, we have Prophecies for New Babylon Dreams. Uh, above the title, we have an image of the sun to the left, of the crescent moon to the right, and beneath the title, there is something like a taproot, an image of a root, a tree root, something like that. My dreams are dark, but my eyes are full of light. The world is awakening. Winds begin to blow the leaves, and the seeds are falling. Some, most, die and some few germinate. The image on this page is of a tree. There are maple helicopter seeds floating down to the earth. There is wind, there is motion, and there are seeds on the ground. Our times, ourselves are like the tree, the seeds, the decay, the wind. Gaia stirs. Wrathful emanations appear, portents of destruction and doom. Our systems, millennia old, are collapsing about us. Lifetimes of toil and savings disappear in mayhem. Some say that the end of our age is now at hand. Our empire will fall. We have an image here of a lunar eclipse actually on the page. The image of the earth with the moon to the left, the sun to the right, and there are stars forming a triangular pattern around them all. And we have forgotten who we are. We are the tree, and we are the seeds. This physical body may perish, fallen among the thorns, the rocks, yet another may grow. We are more than we appear. So again, here's the image of the tree, with the helicopter seeds falling off from it, and there uh, is a rocky ground, an infertile rocky ground, out of which this tree has grown. My dreams are dark, full of ghosts and monsters, crying out to be remembered. Let us call forth our forgotten selves. The dreams of our nation, our planet, are dark. We are estranged from ourselves and another, let us embrace one another. Prophecies are now given of doom, destruction, and perhaps a new generation. So there are seeds um, falling down the page behind the text, and at the bottom of the page is a row of beings with large dark eyes looking, looking at you. Our systems will fall, the vast network of concrete and fiber will decay. Our American dream will become a nightmare. 
It is a nightmare. Our vehicles will explode with the forces used to impel them. Our monies will be eaten up by the hunger of the exploited. Our lives will end. We ourselves will end ourselves and emerge new creations. Many must die for the one to endure. Here is an image of San Francisco in decay and ruin. The buildings fallen apart. The collapse of our systems, which are the basis of society and physical matter reality, will not be like anything recorded in history. The mechanism of collapse is simple. We will remember who we are. My dreams are dark, but my eyes are full of light. Physical matter reality has always been an illusion. The veil, it is as the veil, is growing thin. Soon, very soon, tears and holes will emerge. We will see things as they truly are, infinite. Here is an image of the destroyed San Francisco, but uh, in front of it is a portal that is emanating from the sun, and it is a portal to a forest of trees from which those seeds are falling. Conservation of matter and energy will become void. Rules for children become adult. We will remember who we are, immortal, infinite, divine, individual, and member. The physical body, its egoic reflections, and its material environment are merely vessels for our true essence. We have forgotten who we are, and we will soon remember. So here is an image of a hooded figure growing up and out of the earth, and out of its crown is the tree that has been central to the imagery here. The being is opening up a portal within its own body to a star within its heart, and its left hand holds up the sun. The earth is enduring and will endure the cataclysm, yet not as we expect. She is strong, and we have never seen her for who she truly is. Our fears and concerns are based in a system that has limited reality, illusory reality. Each atom of pollution degradation is the seed of universal regeneration. This kingdom of darkness with all its pollution, imbalance, money, and exploitation will vanish the moment the light of recollection emerges. And so we have an image here of a woman in labor. She, on her belly, is uh, an image of a globe, sort of like a map of the earth, and out of her, uh, out of her yoni emerges the head of a new earth. And you can see the, uh, the, landmass and water patterns on his head, as well as on Gaia's belly. What will the kingdom of light be, and how will it appear? My dreams are dark, but my prophecies bright. The perceptions dim, and the imagination luminous. What is the kingdom of darkness? What is the kingdom of light? Here we have an image of a face. It has eyes. The left eye is of the moon, a crescent moon. 
then that side of the face is dark. On the right-hand side of the face is light, but the, the eye is dark, and there is an image of the sun, which is light. And then in the third eye is an image of the earth, um, both in light and dark. The kingdom of darkness is the realm of death, ignorance, suffering. All is illusion. We are its kings and its peasants, its knights and damsels. We have played all its roles through our various lifetimes. We forgot who we were and who we are. In our ignorance, we make the illusions of matter our king. We submit to an idol of science and consumerism. We submit to our own reflection in the mirror of illusory matter. So here's an image of uh, the figure who has a crown but is bowed and kneeled before a statue of a king that is holding up a sword to the sky. Behind the kneeling figure is the tree that is central to the imagery of this book. All is illusion. It is nothing, and yet it is everything. Because we have forgotten who we are, and because we live in only one cosmic plane, our lives, our world, has become unbalanced. We think that we are the fallen seed, destined to die among the rocks, or else become the lone genius on the fertile ground. In reality, we are the seeds, the trees, extending to heaven and through earth, we feel as if we must consume and consume, but we are never full. We need more than this plane, this life. We have forgotten who we are. We eat bread and not the flesh of God. So the image here is uh, of the sun. There's a sun in the sky, and there is something that looks like the sun, but it is in the earth, like the center of the earth. There is a horizon line that uh, holds up a field of rocks. There is a helicopter seed about to fall there. And there is a balance of trees to the left and to the right of the field of rocks. So it is a very balanced image. Sun above, earth below, trees to the left and right. And the center is a field of rocks and a seed about to fall upon them. The prophecies are given and the dreams are dark. Physical matter reality is becoming thin. The veil is nearly torn. The kingdom of light is nearly here. What is the kingdom of light? What is the recollection and the meaning of recollection? How can the seed imagine the tree it is to become? The veil between our true and illusory selves is becoming thin. The distinction of physical and spiritual is blurring. The prophecies all foretell this new age. There will be a battle between the kingdoms and the light will win. So here is an image of two figures. One to the left is has his arms outstretched to catch these seeds that are falling. The figure to the right is holding a um, shovel and just standing in rest posture. Between the two figures is uh, a hole in the ground that seems to be prepared for the seeds. Although the prophecies reveal a destined illumination of our darkness, an eventual enlightenment of the world, they always invoke a warning. The Baptist message was, Repent, for the kingdom of, ne of heaven is near. 
destiny, and free action must coincide. We must do what must happen. Our destiny of light is our mortal peril, is our free choice, is the prophecies fulfilled. Our mortal selves, those who have forgotten, see paradox in a destined free choice. Yet those who have awakened see only their immortal action. Linear time has no hold over beings that transcend death. So here we have an image of John the Baptist crying out. To the left is a tree stump. To his right is a tree. And above the um, the Baptist is an image of the sun that is held within uh, the form of an eye. I repeat the prophet's cry, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is now at hand. In this physical life, we are the seed. Physical matter reality is the hostile ground. We must die and our true nature, the tree, continues. The one becomes the many, and the many dissolve into nothing. We may repent, awaken, germinate, stretch our root downward, and grow upward. This life then endures. So here is an image of a figure whose arms are up and outstretched and hands appear to be extending in branch-like, in a branch-like gesture. This figure is standing in what appears to be the sun, but there is also the crescent of the, of the moon. It appears to be a sort of superimposition of many of the imagery here, the tree, the figure, the moon, and the sun. Physical matter reality breaks apart and a spiritual being emerges. We are more than we appear. The tree becomes coincident with the species. The many become the one. So here now is the figure now growing. There is a tree extending up and out of its crown. Its hands that are pointed upwards towards the sky are now much more branch-like. Its legs are like roots. And it is standing on the circle of the earth. In the sky, there is the sun. An odd thing happens. The pattern emerges after unique events occur. Prophecies are determined in retrospect. The many become the one, yet it is different than the primal integer. The husks of our mortal bodies may live or die, or our essence continues. When the self awakens to the self, when the immortal fully enters the mortal, something absolutely new, unforeseen occurs. My dreams are dark, but I imagine the light. Here is a forest of trees, all shedding seeds to the ground. Now prophecies for New Babylon, signs and wonders. There is an image of a tree above the title, and below the title is an image of the sun. The world after the cataclysm will be drastically different, new. The distinction, the veil between physical and spiritual matter will disappear. The primordial illusion will be revealed. Humanity will be regenerated, recollected. We are lilies of the field. We are birds of the air. We are more than we appear. Here's an image of birds in the air, lilies growing out of the earth. And there is an image of the sun with a face as the sort of center of the earth. 
The machinations of science and development of technologies merely emulate our true wisdom and power. Our collective endeavor for the last millennia was merely compensation for our ignorance. We were blind men trying to make lamps. The prophecies warn that physical and spiritual matter will unify. We will confront ourselves. Here is an image of two figures. On the left is uh, a figure lighting a match, which is illuminating. There is a figure to the right who is in meditation posture, and there is a lamp next to him. The objects and models of scientific emulation will be revealed to every individual. Many outward signs will be shown. Many insufficiencies of society will be replaced. Our mortal limitations dissolve. Consider our present condition. Imagine the spiritual perfection of our physical endeavors. That perfection is the cataclysm. So here is a figure that is standing on the earth, on the continents of the earth, and the figure appears to be naked, but its skin is covered in the continent and water pattern of a globe or map. It appears to be the figure of the earth standing on the earth, and there is the sun and stars in the background. Now, physical matter is the conduit of our identification, our intention. We see ourselves as the ego and not the microcosm. We see ourselves limited by the body, defined by the body, and not hosted by the body. Now, there is self and others, not all and individual. In our delusion, we believe matter is the vessel of our free will. Our true actions dissipate into material causalities and become false. We must we hold the consensus that mass and energy must be conserved, thereby we limit our infinitude. So here is an image on the left hand side is a tree that is rooted. On the right hand side there is the rectilinear buildings of a large city with gridded windows and gridded pipes underneath. There are two figures. The one on the left uh, sitting underneath the tree is in meditation posture. Its body is light. And the one on the right, its body is dark and is also sitting in meditation posture. They appear to be looking at one another. In our delusion, we believe that we are mortal. We force the plenum of space and time the plenum of self and lifetimes, into the before and the after. When the body is the self, the kaleidoscope of livings, dreamings, and beings of the individuality are severed from the whole and cast into the unreality of the past and the future. We are more than we appear. When cosmic time becomes human time, a beginning occurred and an end must be. No longer is, it is once, was, not, and is once, will not be. Linear time demands the end, demands a purpose. Fortunately or unfortunately, the sum machinations of physical matter will not equal the end. Motion need not be permutation. Consider our present condition. Imagine the spiritual perfection of our physical endeavors. That perfection is the cataclysm. So here we have an image of being sitting in meditation on the earth in a star field 
there are moon and sun and stars, and there is a sort of kaleidoscopic image superimposed, um, three different versions of the earth of this being. They are superimposed and connected together in the head of the being sitting on the earth, and that superimposition forms the knot, the trinity knot, that sacred geometric form representing three in one. In our past, in the present, science and technology convolute our delusions in order to revoke the delusion. Our unconscious yearnings are deeper than our ignorance of our immortal selves. We desire our infinitude, our power, ourselves. This body, this ego, cannot regain the fallen glory until it dies to itself. Recollection destroys ignorance as light dark. In our weakness, we allow our corporate endeavors to supplement and to guide our individuality. Consider our present condition. Imagine the spiritual perfection of our physical endeavors. That perfection is the cataclysm. So we have two images here on the left and right. On the left-hand side, there is a stacking of small figures into a form that looks like a tree, but it is just just human figures. And then on the right-hand side, there is an image of a tree that has roots extending into the earth that is surrounded by lilies, and there is a light being meditating there in posture. So these two forms are similar to one another. The one on the left is composed of many small things, many small human figures. The one on the right represents a kind of a unity within this earth consciousness of a being in meditation in front of a tree surrounded by the lilies of the field. Our deep needs and goals extending through the vast dimensions of lifetimes, worlds, consciousnesses must be fulfilled and followed. In our state of ignorance, the plenum of spiritual work is reflected in a single dimension, like cast shadows on the wall. Wherever and whenever we find our physical endeavors failing or becoming cancerous, we may deduce, discover a spiritual aspect of ourselves. We may imagine its perfection, then recollect our true nature. The image here on the page is of something like a diorama, and in the center is a potted plant that looks like the tree central to this book. On the right-hand side is the lamp, um, and on the left-hand side is shadows cast by that lamp and the tree. Consider the automobile and its vast cancerous effect. Their spiritual, emotional, and, spe- and environmental impact is obviously devastating. Yet we continue. It is insane and we continue. Clearly, it is caused by the ignorance of a spiritual faculty or aspect that seeks exercise in a flattened physical mode. It is a cast shadow of our true form. Consider the physical condition. The form of the this endeavor is simple. We seek a vehicle beyond our body that presents total freedom through the transmutation of an energy with a source outside of the physical body. We seek a vehicle for freedom that is not subject to the conservation laws. The image on this page is of a bridge and a road extending off into infinitude, 
packed with traffic and a haze of smog that obscures the sun. Imagine a spiritual perfection. We imagine a vehicle free from physical limitation, perhaps another body for our souls. Those who have eyes to see and ears to hear will recognize this perfection in the subtle body, astral dream, or psychic body. Through this vehicle, we have total freedom of motion in physical space-time. In fact, we may even visit the other worlds. Its motion is propelled solely by the energy of our intention. It is the spiritual perfection of our physical condition. So here we have an image of a, of a human form lying on the earth, and out of its third eye is the form of a flower, the lily of the field, and out of that comes the pestilent stamen of that flower, and attached to that is uh, an image of the subtle body that's extending in the star fields of space and cosmos. To enter the vehicle of the luminous body is natural and simple because it is a faculty of our true nature, yet it is frightening and difficult because the egoic self is destroyed, much like a shadow when its source is illuminated. Remove any anticipation of events in a linear temporality. Let the physical breath occur. Let its periodicity influence the propriocentric awareness. Let the mind's body and the pulsations of breath become one such that the physical falls away. Let the true body of living light take its place. Here we have an image of a human form at rest, surrounded by a vortex of energy, and there are different geometric forms at the chakra points emanating energy as well. As well, we see portals in the hands, and in the crown, and behind the throat. Consider the media and its poisonous influence on our minds and society. We are bombarded with senses and souls, with news and stories of evil and misfortune in the world, creating emotive fields ripe for more misfortune, full of despair, ready to commit evil. We create the causes of more drastic and evil events, yet we continue. We clearly are seeking participation in the world's events. The form is simple. We desire knowledge of occurrence beyond our physical body and an avenue to influence occurrences by our simple awareness. Here we have an image of a square building, someone watching TV, it's blaring straight lines at it of aggressive energy. There's a moon in the sky and outside of which we see a form um, that has shots with a gun uh, of being another human that is lying on the ground dying out. Imagine its spiritual perfection. We seek knowledge of the cosmos and a cosmic response to our awareness. Those who have eyes to see and ears to hear will recognize our prophetic nature, our second sight, and clairvoyance, and will see our true nature as microcosmic reflections of the macrocosm. Through our spiritual senses, we may become aware of all events and occurrences anywhere. Through our reflected nature, we may influence cosmic occurrences simply through our awareness of their unfolding and the energies of intention. 
So here is an image of the Earth, the center of which it has a uh, kind of form of the face, but instead of a face, there is a uh, Star of David pattern, um, and ah, surrounding the face is um, rhythmic pulsations of kind of energy that's extending throughout the Earth. Above the form of the Earth is a star field, and we see the moon and the sun. Enter the vehicle of the subtle body. Let the body grow out of itself, out of darkness, into the light of the cosmos. Then either allow the currents of the cosmos to pass through the body and allow those to form images of occurrences, or project the desire of definite knowledge and allow consciousness to follow the desire. The resultant awareness is particular knowledge of the cosmos, Intention and manifestation of the awareness on the occurrence follow as a necessary consequence of nature. Here the image is of the earth at the bottom left of the page out of which a tree is growing. There's a human form merged with that tree. There are uh, signs of energy vibration that connect or sort of serve as a wind of space. There are stars in the sky and uh, the sun is sort of at the same level as the form in the tree standing above the earth. Consider the economy, even as in its most basic components. We work and work beyond need. There is no direct connection between work and the cetacean of need. A vast network of illusion and coercion act as intermediary. We are even robbed by the very system, and yet we continue to pour our life energy into it. The objects of our consumption kill us, yet we continue to consume. There is never a connection between the work and reward, yet we strive for meaning or connection through the next product or the next job. Consider the physical condition. We work in order to consume. We work for more than sustenance. We seek a return on our labors. We desire that our fruits of labor ripen. Here's an image of the tree. Uh, on the right-hand side, there are fruits on the tree. There is a spider web growing, uh, being built by the spider, underneath which is uh, a human figure holding a shovel. To the left of that human figure is a hole in the ground out of which a seedling is growing. Imagine its spiritual perfection. Our intentions become actions. Our actions sustain us. Our work transforms into a fertile field. Our interactions with a community continue as pure and fair. We become enriched through equal exchange. Need satisfied. Those who have eyes to see and ears to hear will recognize the communion of saints. Win work and return, giving and receiving, occur without the intermediary of matter and physical systems. They are pure. They are intermediate. As in dream, meaning is conveyed without the semblance of words, so too sustenance and work. So here we have an image very similar to the last page, but the tree on the left is growing. So there are two tall trees bearing fruit, and Within them are two human figures. One is holding a basket and one is picking fruit and handing it to the other. 
Enter the vehicle of the subtle body. Intention is the work, is the return. Open the eyes, open the ears, and be in the communion of saints. The modality of our participation in the cosmos is a universal consensus. So here we have the earth at the bottom left of the page, and there is an image of eyes and, uh, and eyebrows and a nose. The eyes ha- are kind of reflected. There is a sun uh, within the, the eye itself, a sense of, there is a sense of crescent moon, and there's also human figures within the eyes. In the third eye position is an image of the sun. And so that is it for the prophecies for New Babylon. I hope that you realize that we are in something like New Babylon, that we are in something like a time of transition, and that there is everything you need within you to see the signs and wonders of that and to transition from the old world to the new world. That is your legacy. That is your right. That is your inheritance. This is the call This is the call for you to enter into the truth of your own being and to see that you are sufficient in yourself, that we do not need these material systems to mediate our relationship with creativity, with loves, with sustenance, with connection, that you are sufficient because that is really the truth. So I hope that you uh, are inspired to deepen your connection with yourself and to express it in this world that we share together. Thank you for being here.